Carlos Park. Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg has Sunday morning services at 10. Take your family there this Sunday. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Odyssey. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Stop focusing on your negatives. Stop focusing on your positives. Because, see, if you can just bring me what you got, I'll work with it. See, the goal is God will work whatever you bring with him. So the challenge is the enemy of your soul wants you to focus on what you can't do, what you don't have. No, work with what you got. Blossom right where you are. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something And then I started telling God, I said, Lord, I don't know how to preach, man. I said, I'm a storyteller. I can tell stories. I always tell stories. But say, Lord, I don't, I don't have that breathing down. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> I said, Lord, I can't, even, I can't even go there, man. I said, I, don't, I speak English. I, I, don't, I don't speak what that is. And, uh, Lord, if you expect me to, 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 to uh, he, uh, uh, on the third day, and he rolled in. Did he get up? Did he get up? Did he get up? He got up, man. He got up. You ain't got to keep telling me, did he get up? He got up. We already know that. Come on. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. And you know it's coming every Sunday. They say, do you know? They say, so how do you close? I say, I tell a story and I go home, man. I, I don't, you ain't got nobody in the organ to pump. No, ain't none of that, dog. I told God, I said, I ain't got it. I said, I wish I could be one to preach, you know, when this, this close out song. You know what I'm saying? Never made, see, I can't, never made it. So I told God, I said, look, you, are you sure you want me? Hmm, 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 praise the Lord. Hmm. Next slide, please, next slide. <laughs> Look what he says here, Romans. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs for God's glory. But if we share in his glory, we must also share in his suffering. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal in us later. Then Romans 8.28 says this. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting room, I like this, God's spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. Ooh, this sets somebody free right there. Some of you don't pray. I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to say. Just talk to God. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs. Oh, Jesus, I don't know how to make Oh, you just prayed. God knows the meaning of your size. Ah, thank you, Father. He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition. Oh, that's good. The reason why you're so uncomfortable is you're pregnant and you don't know how to birth your baby. In any woman, 
that gets to that stage of pregnancy, you get in and out. The predator come out, boys. A whole nother person spot talk to you. <laughs> and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Every detail is working for the good. Verse 9, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient. For you, my love and kindness, my grace are more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation. For my power is being perfected and completed and shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly boast in my weakness, so that the power of Christ may completely enfold, enfold me and may dwell in me. Look what the message says. My grace is enough. It's all you need. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. Once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the handicap and began appreciating my gift. What are you saying, Pastor? For a season of my life, I did not want to preach because I said I could not sing. I didn't want to preach because I said I didn't know how to hoop. I, I did not. So what I have, I realized God says, Jomo, stop focusing on your negatives. Stop focusing on your positives. Because see, if you can just bring me what you got, I'll work with it. See, the goal is God will work whatever you bring with him. So the challenge is the enemy of your soul wants you to focus on what you can do what you don't have no work with what you got blossom right where you are so i said lord <laughs> I, I tried to hoop one sunday lord and my throat hurt and lord i said <laughs> and i pray i said lord what am i supposed to do he said Jumma, did i did i ask you to do that no so why are you doing well i thought i saw someone else And God says, Jomo, you were fearfully and wonderfully made in my image and my likeness, and I put a gift on the inside of you. Do not be intimidated. Do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed. For what I have for you is for you. And the Bible says a man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great men. You have to understand that you were gifted and talented before there was ever a gifted and talented. God put gifts and talents on the inside of you. And if you could just do you and let God be God, you would be shocked at where you showed up. But the challenge is we want to be second-rate Beyonce's. We want to be second-rate Jay-Z's instead of just being an original you. See, if you can be who God has called you to be, God has already has a plan he already made room for you, but you got to make up in your mind that God has a place for me. So I do not have to look at anybody's situation or circumstance. Why? Wow, because see, the Bible says he's prepared a table in the presence of my enemies. God has made a way out of no way for the steps of a good man have been ordered by God. So what I've learned is often God will put me in situations and circumstances to remind me. <laughs> I still got you. Uh, don't look at where they are in the race. Just look where I brought you from. See, if you can look back from where I brought you from and not be so, so concerned about what other people are doing and just look back over your life and look where God brought you from and look where you are today. You can celebrate right there. 
But the enemy of your life wants you to focus on your handicap. Focus on what you don't do well, what you don't do right. Your gift will make room for you. Your gift will take you to your wealthy place. Tap into what God has given you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, Jesus. Look at this. This is good right here. Philippians 2.13. Bless your life right here. For it is not your strength, but it is God who's effectively at work in you, both to will and to work. That is to strengthen, energizing, and creating you the longing and the uh, what? Ability to fulfill your purpose. Oh, Jesus. See, see, stop trying to figure out how you're going to do it. God says, I'm going to give you the power, the ability to fulfill your purpose. So all I got to do is show up. Half your battle is you don't show up because you don't feel like you're qualified. I didn't care what they said about you. I don't care about your past because what I realized, God says, I put it on the inside of you. You are fully equipped. All you got to do is put yourself in the right atmosphere and I will blossom you. I will use you, but you got to get past you. Because the biggest challenge you have is you. You don't believe you qualify. You don't believe you're good enough. Well, guess what? I was the same way. Some of you heard this story before, but Holy Spirit's telling me to say it right now. I worked at this place in high school called Discovery Zone. It was like Chuck E. Cheese in Maryland. I was a kid coach, and I was the number one kid coach because all the kids liked Jomo because Jomo was fun. I'm a big kid at heart. Amen. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Anyway, so uh, the owners always, the owner would, would have a private party for kids. They said, I want Jomo to be the host of my party because all the kids like Jomo because I was getting the tools to take. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come to you today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's five keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's seven-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. 
Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Johnny, Johnny, please go to room number four. Your party's ready. At 16, I didn't have that professional in me. Hey, Johnny, man. Party's ready. Come now. So the manager said, Jomo, you got to do better. You, you, you got you to gotta put some, you know, you got to. So, I, I, and then I, I didn't, I wasn't a good reader. So if you can't read and you're on the microphone. J- 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 Johnny. <laughs> it's great day. No, it, it is not my bad. It's a great day at Discovery Zone. We're happy Lord, man, I hung the phone up. I said, Click. they said, you didn't finish. I said, I can't do it. I said, uh, I said, how much is going to cost? I thought, I thought the one, you know, one of the ladies, I said, how much it cost you to do this for me? She's like, really, Jomo? I said, I will set your room up and play with your kids. Just do that for me. So I had an agreement with the folk that I don't get on microphones because I can't speak well. And I stand here today. Your greatest victory will come after you deal with your greatest fear. Because the fear is devil-induced to keep you out of purpose. Because, see, the challenge is you think it's you. Now, look what it says. Let's go back. For it's not in your strength, but it is God, who is effectively at work, what? Both will and to work, that is strengthening you, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill whose purpose? So the challenge is, you think it's you. And that's why you, not, you have not become what God's called you to become, because you think it's you. No, it's when you surrender and say, Lord, do what you got to do. I'm available to you, Father. Use me any way you like. <laughs> when I did that, everything started changing. I couldn't get anybody to come to the altar, be saved. I tried over and over. I said, man, I don't know how to do this. And God said, why don't you stop doing it and let me handle it? And now you see our altar is always full. Why? Because I took my hands off the steering wheel. See, we are control freaks. We try to control every detail. And then God will take your plan and kick it to the curb. Praise the Lord. Next scripture, next scripture. Because so I'm well pleased with my weaknesses, insults, distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak in human strength, then I am strong, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. Message Bible translates. It was for the case of Christ's strength moving in my weakness. Now, I take my limitations in stride with good cheer. These limitations that cut me down to size 
abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks. I just let Christ take over. So the weaker I get, the stronger I become. Less of me. More of you, Lord. Glory to God. I'm at Wisdom Keys yet? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. God speaks through experience. Look what he says. This is uh, Deuteronomy 18. He humbled you and allowed you to be hungry and fed you with manna, a substance which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, so that he might make you what? So sometimes God had to break you down to get you hungry, to fill you back up. Because sometimes you think it's you. Your job, your money, your talent. Okay, you keep believing that. God has a situation and a circumstance coming your way, and you're going to get a different understanding. Bring it back for me. Uh, uh, thank you. He says, by personal experience, that man does not live by bread alone. So what does he mean? God said, look, if you think it's about your job, your career, and your business, I'm going to take it all away, and you're going to find out about my word. This is your focus. If you take care of this, I'll take care of everything else. Your marriage, your kids, everything else, focus on this. So he said, sometimes God has to take all your stuff away. I had a brother, he said, you know, his son did something in school, and he went to his room, he took away the PlayStation, the TV, took everything out of the room. I said, why you do that? Because he needs some stuff taken away. I said, well, that's what God do with you. Don't we do that with our kids? They ain't listen. Oh, 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 you, you don't have time for work? Oh, PlayStation, come here. TV, come here. Some of y'all, I know some of y'all heathen parents take everything out of the room. Just, just leave, a, leave a sheet on the floor. Take the bed, take the mattress, take everything out of there. You, you going to appreciate it. Now, 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 why is it that we can understand discipline in our children? But when God want to deal with you, <laughs> no, no, you don't listen. So you got to feel. Mm-hmm. So God says, look, I'll make you hungry if you don't want to listen. Because guess what I've learned? Hunger speaks. Mm-hmm. You get hungry enough, you just, uh, uh. Number two, number two. God speaks when we're at the end of our road. This God gave me at the end of the week. Look what it says. You're blessed when you're at the end of your road. Wow. With less of you, there's more of God. I was, I was meditating on this. I said, I, I put it on Facebook this morning, but <clears throat> some of you here today, you're at the end of your rope. Right now, your marriage, you're just holding on. Your job, you're just holding on. Them kids, you just want to let them go. But you, anyway. <laughs> and you're just holding on at the end of the rope. But when you're at the end of your rope, you're at the beginning of God. Because, see, now you're not holding on to your stuff. 
your past, your attitude, your issues. Now, I got nothing to hold on to. All I got's him. Guess what? That's where God wants you. Hebrews 11:6 6 says, unless we're living with the possibility of failure, we're not pleasing him. Meaning some of you are so secure. When's the last time you did something big for, big for God? When's the last time you stepped out and said, you know, I don't know how it's going to work out. I'm just going to trust God. <sighs> we have to all understand, family, <laughs> that when we, when we are at the end of us, we are at the beginning of him. Not, not my will, Father, your will. Not my way, Father, your way. <laughs> I was <laughs> reading about <laughs> this brother. He was on a cliff, and he went climbing up the cliff. And uh, by some reason, he hooked it, but, but the rope fell, and, and now he was just hanging by the cliff. And he yells, is there anybody up there? No sound. Help! Is there anybody up there? A voice says, I'm here. Who are you? I'm God. Who? God. Can you help me? Absolutely. All you have to do is let go. Is there anybody else? Your control freak self. God trying to help your button. You still can't. I close with this. I asked for strength and God gave me difficulties to make me strong. I asked for wisdom and God gave me problems to solve. I asked for prosperity, and God gave me brain and brawn to work. I asked for courage, and God gave me dangers to overcome. I asked for patience, and God placed me in situations where I was forced to wait. I asked for love, and God gave me troubled people to help. I asked for favors, and God gave me opportunities. I received nothing I wanted. I received everything I needed. See, see, oftentimes, what you ask God for will be masked in a problem. And if you figure it out, you get a promotion. Whatever God gives you is going to be wrapped up in a challenge. Amen. Amen. So what you have to realize is stop complaining about your season and just say, Lord, what am I supposed to learn from this? Going through the season right now with my daughter, my patience has grown tremendously. I don't, I'm cool as a cucumber. Mm-hmm. It's a mess? Okay, praise the Lord. Let me hook that up. Thank you, Jesus. And I just go and keep moving. My knock tonight, we had a 1 to 30 knock and a 4.30 knock. Yeah, she put headphones on. See that? So all the knocks come to me. But I say, you know what? It's all good. So I get her, I said, uh, I'm going to the other side and, and, and sleep with Jemiah. Because uh, Jemiah don't want to sleep by herself and her brothers are in Tallahassee. So then she has nowhere to sleep. But we don't want her in the hard bed, so we got to kind of take turns. But right now it's all my turn. 
It's all good. It's only temporary. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, you know, because, you know, brothers got to preach in the morning, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's all good, you know what I'm saying? I don't need no sleep, you know what I'm saying? I don't need no extra sleep. You know, what's sleep to me, you know what I'm saying? I guess I'm just good. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But, you know, it's all good to God be the glory. <laughs> but guess what? I use everything as an opportunity to give God glory. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for 